We're recording. We're recording live. Hello and welcome to Recording Live. I am Dexter and with me as always is... Hello, this is Matt. Welcome to Recording Live, episode 35-2, Article B. Today we're going to be talking about stuff that we're interested in, what's going on. A little different than what we normally do, but we think you guys will like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> If you're excited as uh, as excited as Matt is about this show, you can head over to our website, recordinglivepodcast.com. Click all the links uh, if you want. Uh, click maybe just the ones you're interested in. There's um there's some uh, link to our merch. Uh, Buzzkillkid.com/slash/recordinglivepodcast. Wait, what is it? Uh, we'll get you there as well. Uh, you can buy mugs, I think shirts, stuff like that. Uh, oh yeah, phone cases and. There's another thing, a notebook. Um, and otherwise, yeah, there's all the links to all the places to listen to this podcast that you're already listening to, so you already figured it out. Congratulations. Today, um, I don't know how much we'll end up talking about it, but we decided to talk about a couple of trailers that have been out for a while now. Um, but uh, one that we are interested in is uh, – is it just called Picard? Picard, yes. Star Trek yeah, so, Picard. Star Trek Picard season two, uh, they dropped the trailer before the last, the last time we recorded, but we for like both of us forgot, or I, I forgot to bring it up, I guess. And you hadn't heard about it yet. I didn't even know it happened. Yeah. Um, and then like, I, I hadn't had a chance to watch it. I think yet I watched it on mute. I think when I watched it, uh, cause I was like at work or something. And so I, I, I hadn't even experienced the, the full trailer, I suppose. And then, I uh, we'll see if we can get to them, but the two movie or a movie coming out this month, Snake Eyes, uh, which I'm very interested in. Uh, that so that trailer's been out for quite a while, I believe. And then Masters of the Universe, uh, the cartoon coming out on Netflix. I, I think we brought that up in the past or on a past episode. I think we brought up the teaser that got uh, the teaser trailer that yes. a few months ago. But there's a much longer trailer out now, if not two. I saw one at least. Yeah. Um. That looked interesting. It was funny when I was watching it. Uh, my two-year-old like popped up over my shoulder. What's that? What are they doing? <laughs> I just I had no idea how to explain Masters of the Universe and like what was going on. But right. Uh, <laughs> but we'll see. Because <laughs> out of both of my kids, the two, the or sorry, the three-year-old and the six-year-old, she's most likely to watch it with me. Uh, but I don't know that I will let her. Um. But yeah, I, I mean, out of the three of these things, I think Picard is the one I'm most interested in, um, or at least that I know enough about to actually talk about. The other two, I probably have more questions than anything else um, that I would hope that you have answers to. And if you don't, then we don't have to talk about them, I guess. But um, other than that, I, I don't know if either of us have anything to catch up on. Um it's been two weeks, but not not a lot's happened. I was on vacation, uh, went up to Minneapolis, or no, went past Minneapolis, uh, and yeah, I was at a lodge for quite for a while. Uh, that was it was nice to be with family at least. Um, other than that, I'm trying to think. Oh, I finished. I brought up last episode uh, that I was listening to the audiobook Dune. I finished it. That was a really good book um, for being a really old book that I should have read by now. Um, I liked it a lot. I know you have no interest in it, Matt. No. Um, but it was definitely strange. There's a lot of like weird words uh, that mean things that don't make sense, uh, and like it's just a strange book. But um, 
it felt very Star Wars esque to me, kind of like in the same way that like like the main character was kind of like this prophesied magical person, um, and so he kind of felt like Anakin, I guess, in that sense, or maybe even Luke, like where he just kind of like all of a sudden has all this power, um, and so it, like it felt very what is the word because it was uh when the new trilogy came out they were saying Ray was a is it a not a patsy. I can't think of the word is we're like, she's a Mary Sue, a Mary Sue. Yeah. So like the main character of Dune is totally a Mary Sue. Like he just suddenly has all this power. And like, just by the end of the book just takes over the galaxy kind of thing. It makes no sense. Um, but it was entertaining. I liked it. Um, other than that, I try, Oh, I tried to listen to a star Wars audiobook. Because mm-hmm. we talk a lot about narrators uh, on the show of audiobooks. And uh, Star Wars, the audiobooks, more or less, at least the newer ones, as far as I could tell, have this one guy who does all of them. And I listened to maybe three minutes, five minutes, I guess, of this one Star Wars book. I wanted to read it because it's written by Charles Soule, who writes comic books, and I like him. Um, but... I just I could not listen to it. It's like this narrator is horrible for Star Wars. Like, I swear that they told him, like, sound like James Earl Jones. And this man has, like, possibly never seen Star Wars. So he didn't think, oh, James Earl Jones did Darth Vader. I will read the book like Darth Vader. Instead, he reads the book as if he's Mufasa. Uh, And it just sounds horrible. So, like, it's just like a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. It's just like, no, that's not how Star Wars should be read. But anyway, I returned to that. I didn't like I actually bought that and then I returned it to Audible and I got my credit back. So now I have to find <laughs> another book to read, but or listen to. Um, But no, other than that, yeah, it's been a kind of a I don't know, not a lot happening the last couple of weeks. I'm trying. Oh, I. uh I'm almost finished with a woodworking project. Uh, it's a, the, I think I brought it up before. It's a, a box for a Jenga set for a wedding. Uh, that was difficult, and I had to, I screwed up a lot of wood and had to go buy more, which was not cheap. Um, but it was a good learning lesson, or yeah, lesson. I, I think I used several different techniques for joints that I'd never used before. I made a box with like a sliding lid, um, kind of like a wine box. Like it basically looks like a wine box, like a wooden wine box i don't know how else to describe it um to hold jenga pieces on a walnut looks real classy it's good um but yeah other than that um oh yeah i mentioned to matt before this i i got um uh, what's it called uh game pass xbox live game pass um oh i don't know what it's called xbox like i think it's like i i paid a dollar for three months of like all of their internet services or all of their weird game services like because i think there's gold like xbox gold live game pass i don't know but um i only wanted to play uh the outer worlds again because i just kind of had a i liked that game and i wanted to play it again and then when i was playing it i was just i I remembered i think didn't i think microsoft bought bethesda recently or i don't know at least that's what popped in my head and so i was just like oh i bet fallout is on here so I looked it up and Fallout 4 was on there. So I downloaded that and started playing that today. 
Um, because I've never played it, and it's funny because it came out when, what when I think my six year old was born. So it's been out for like six, seven years, and I'm finally getting around to it. So that's nice. But yeah, other than that, not much. Um, anything on your side? I watched a couple shows. Oh yeah. Uh, Lee's recommendation. I watched the Godzilla anime that was released on Netflix. I didn't know that the Netflix had one. Wait, is that new? Yes. Oh, was it good? Uh, <laughs> uh, let me look it up. Um, Sounds like a no. Godzilla singular point. Okay. Uh, I don't know, to be honest. I He he recommended it, and I watched it. I, I don't mind watching subtitles. Uh-huh. I actually am pretty cool with it. I couldn't watch this in subtitles. It's way too wordy. Like, oh, interesting. Dialogue yeah. fires off way too fast, and it's just way too much. And so I had to switch huh. it to English dub. Yeah. Um, there's too, in my opinion, there's way too many characters, mm-hmm. and it's very confusing because it's like heavy time travel and stuff like that. Wow, weird. I don't know if I can recommend it or not. Uh, <laughs> The, here's my problem. Spoilers. Godzilla's in it for like one minute and that's it. And it's like a 13, 14 episodes show. Oh, my gosh. What like what's it? A, is it like politics like the other, like the Godzilla movie? Fuck. I wish it was. Oh, no. <laughs> it's uh, it's about this like red dust or whatever that appears. OK. And monsters all come out of it. Okay. And it's just like attacking and destroying the earth. And it's all about how everything's like counting down to like a destruction level event, which apparently is Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And it's just really, really confusing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I found it to be, I, I was into it for about six episodes and then I was like, I'm kind of done with this. And then I, I, but I'm like, ah. Uh, I'm halfway. Let's keep going. I got to like <laughs> nine episodes, I think. And then I was like officially done with it. Oh, man. Yeah. And then Lee said he was going to finish it with his kids. And so uh, one night I was like, well, there's only like three episodes left. And I know this could be a discussion with Lee, so I'll just finish it up. And I was very disappointed that like Godzilla shows up at the very end. Oh, and, like, he keeps changing like in Shin Godzilla, but when yeah. he finally becomes Godzilla, he's in it for, like, one minute, and that's it. Oh, man. Yeah, the bit, the main character of it is not Godzilla. It's, uh, it's Jet Jaguar. And okay. So, and I'm not that big of a fan of Jet Jaguar. <laughs> I don't even know who Jet Jaguar is. And he's worth a Google look. <laughs> okay. Is it a Jaguar? No. Oh. It's uh, but yeah, he's the ma- him and his uh crew are the main characters of the show, but it's just so confusing. Oh, so, a giant, it's a giant robot. Yeah, he's a funny looking robot. Yes, he is, and he's funnier <laughs> even looking in the show. And so I was not, I'm not the biggest fan of Jet Jaguar, but uh, I don't think it's a bad character or anything like that. But yeah. he just looks so silly. Yeah, that's a very. I mean, I don't even. None of these iterations of Jet Jaguar that I'm, I can't say Jaguar. I know. Because uh, of this, I don't I'm assuming it's from the SNL skit about spies. But um, anyway, uh, none of these pictures on my the Google image search look 
cool. Uh, the one, two, three, four. Uh, the fourth one where it looks like like something out of a circus, big body, small thin arms. That's what he looks like in the anime. Like where? He, oh, like where he kind of looks like a microwave. Yes. <laughs> That's what he looks like. That looks horrible. He looks like a carnival ride. Yeah. Oh, that looks bad. Mm-hmm. Like, he kind of looks like a robot version of, uh, like, oh, what's his face? The the bad guy from um, um, Power Rangers? Yes, the regular one in the costume and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, but then, like... Yeah, he looks like a, a Sentai character. With, like, uh, a weird, like, robot Dr. Robotnik suit on yeah and the one that's like uh that yeah like you said looks like a microwave it looks kind of he's got like a big torso and thin arms and small legs yeah it looks like something out of chrono trigger yeah like he almost he kind of looks a little bit like uh, uh gato yeah that's what i was thinking too gato yeah but like with a stupid head and... <laughs> yeah yeah i can't get over that face yeah that's the pro- like the main problem is like that really bad helmet oh yeah. man yeah, he, well, that's the main. That's what's on the screen most of the time in this show. Oh, that's too bad. It's something I don't know if I could yeah, truly recommend it, but yeah, it was it, it was very techno and wordy to a point where I texted Lee and said, "This is so confusing," and he's <laughs> like, "It is very confusing." And his six year old was like digging it, and I'm like, "Is he though? Is he?" <laughs> is he? And he, he said that his son, his youngest son, was like, "Yeah, I like all the fights and stuff." And he's like, "Are you understanding it?" Nope. We can watch anything else with fights. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and that that's interesting coming from you though, like especially about the dialogue, uh, because I remember watching Shin Godzilla and I had a hard time keeping up yes. with with the. Uh, I, I was okay though. I've seen that movie so many times that yeah. I can understand it. But that is very. But the thing is, the stuff that they're saying in Shin Godzilla, you can understand. Yeah. It's very political, but it's not techno jargon. Right. And so I can see that being an issue. Yeah. This is techno jargon. OK. It's very difficult to comprehend a lot of stuff going on, That's especially weird. when they start talking about time travel. And yeah. so it was very confusing. Uh, I also started a new show that I saw a clip of it on YouTube as a recommendation. And I just I was in tears laughing. Mm-hmm. And apparently most people have heard of this show i've never heard of it in my life Mm -hmm. uh it's called letter kenny i've never heard of it it's a canadian show okay and uh it's it's got like seven or eight seasons or nine seasons i don't know how many seasons there are but it's a canadian Hmm. show it's like six episodes a season and i'd never heard of it before lee knows it my friend garrett knows it my friend dave knows it everyone's like oh i've seen the whole thing it's wonderful where where are you watching it online oh, it's okay. on hulu and shit and okay. i i saw a clip of it on youtube and i watched a lot of clips of it it's uh it's about a town in canada called letter kenny and mm. it's about the people that live in that town and there are different groups that live in there there's the hicks that are mm-hmm. the main people it's yeah. a bunch of friends on a farm on a what is it uh some kind of farm and then there's the it's in Canada. So there's the jocks or the hockey players. Right. <laughs> there's the goth kids who are a bunch of goth kids that hang around town vandalizing that cook meth. Uh, uh-huh. What else is there? There's the there's the family, the dicks. Their last <laughs> names are dicks. They're Mennonites. OK. And uh, and then they have like the Quebecs 
the people from the French Canadians. Uh, Quebecois. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's a comedy show. Yeah. It's, it's just like, it, uh, what's best? Uh, it, it's just very, very, very funny. It kind of sounds like. Don't this, I'll, I'll send you a clip of it. Yeah, it kind of sounds like the Canadian version of Shit's Creek, which now that I think about it is Shit's Creek Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> so never mind. But yeah, interesting. Uh, the clips I've seen are hilarious. That made me think this was like sketch comedy or something like that. Oh, interesting. And, and yeah. it wasn't. It's a full-blown show. And I was like, oh, I don't know if this could last. This could really catch my attention as a full show. And then I'm like, oh, it's only six episodes a season? Perfect. Yeah, that would Perfect help, I'm sure. Length. But yeah, it's just the daily life of uh, and the main characters are these hicks. Mm-hmm. And just it's very funny because they're extremely vulgar, mm. but they're Canadian. So they're also very polite. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's funny. It's, like uh, yeah. And that reminds me, actually, I started watching a Canadian show as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little more down, like toned down, I suppose. But we were watching uh, Kim Kim's Convenience. Uh, okay. which, which is more popular. Have you heard of that? No. Oh, uh, it's, I'm trying to think if it's won any awards or something. I think it maybe got canceled and then Netflix picked it up and then it got canceled. Uh, but it's about, uh, Canadian or, uh, K- Koreans who moved to Toronto. So the, the, like there are kids that are like in college or like maybe the, their oldest son is our age. So like in, uh, I don't know, upper twenties, I guess maybe. Uh, and then so younger than us, but upper 20s. And then their youngest daughter is a sophomore in college. And so she's still working at the convenience store. And then the the parents are like first generation immigrants from Korea. Uh, and it's just a silly, like confusing things because of being immigrants. But then also just, I don't know, silly things happening, I guess. It's it's uh, it's one of those comedy shows, too, where like they'll bring in a character just for like one gag that episode and then you never see that person again uh or like i'm trying to think there was like one episode where like they per they oh yeah they bought this massive couch to fit in this tiny apartment Mm -hmm. and then you never see the couch again it's just for like that one joke (laughs) and so like it's just it's just a show like that where like they're just kind of doing like off the wall stuff kind of happens and then the overbearing parents you know, force their way into situations and make it more funny-ish. But the problem with it, we're two seasons in. We, we've been watching it pretty fast, I guess. Um, but, uh, like, we're two seasons in and there's been, like, no character development. Like, the there's, like, this, like, kind of Ross and Rachel situation with uh, the, the, the older son and his boss. And mm-hmm. so it's just, like... And, like, they keep not getting together it's just really annoying it's just oh, like okay. this isn't even funny anymore like just either let them move on or stop bringing it up and then yeah. uh and then the one thing i guess that they have advanced on is that there was like the older son wasn't speaking to the father uh and then by the i don't know halfway through the second season they finally start talking again yeah and it's to the point now where like we're mid i don't know i think we're yeah beginning of the third season like the son will has come over to help clean the basement but it's still like awkward between them mm-hmm. and so it's just like other than that like there's really like no character development at all oh and so it's just it's almost like the same episode over and over and over i had the same problem with the show community like it's just like 
I can only yes. watch I can only That's watch nice. these characters doing the same thing so many times, but it's still pretty funny. Like every episode, like we keep watching it and I still am laughing at it, I guess. And it's it's a nice like show to watch before bed because like nothing stressful is really happening. But I don't know. It's I guess I yeah, it's one of those things where it's just like I don't know how much I can actually recommend this. I know it was wildly popular because uh, I heard they were taught. I remember NPR talking about it and I never bothered to look into it, but. I just I know it's Canadian. It was just funny to me that you were watching a Canadian show and so was I. Yeah. Community is a show that was good for one season. Oh, exactly. And then every season after that, it's the same show. Yep. I mean, it literally the season finales, every single season finale is a paintball war Mm. every season. Yeah, we stopped watching, I think, after three seasons of that show, because it was just like this. It's it's the same episode over and over and over. It's kind of like Kind of like in my unpopular opinion, I personally, I don't think shows could should go past five seasons anymore. No, I agree with that. that. I mean, that's, that's what I But my, um, my, my unpopular opinion is The Office should not have gone past five seasons. Oh, no. The Office should have ended way earlier than it did. The Office, um, for all intended purposes, probably should have ended with season four with mm-hmm. the last scene of Jim busting into Pam's confession and asking her on a date. Yeah, that would have been good. That Mm -hmm. should have been the ending right then and there. And then do a reunion years later of where everyone is. And you could still do that or do uh, of like of that, something like that. But yeah, um, those two were the stars of the show and everything. And they were at later on too, but that was the big arc for like four seasons. Yeah. Like well, that's then, the only arc that show actually had because Michael Scott never grew. He never yeah. he never did. He just left. Yeah. Uh, Dwight never truly nobody really grew tr- in that show. They except, tried to like at the very end. Yes. Like very suddenly they like, tried to like give people character develop like to develop the characters. Yes. And and Bro. Dwight, like they were just doing it because they wanted to have a spin-off, which honestly I would have watched that, but Aren't there always know. rumors that show is going to come back for another season or something like that? I always remember. The Office? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I hope not. I, I always hear about that. And I know uh, people were, eh, it'll get a reunion. Hopefully. It's oh, it'll get a reunion for sure. Hopefully it's better than the reunion that like friends had that everyone freaked out over. And it wasn't a reunion. It was the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion where it wasn't even an episode. It was everyone sitting around and talking. Oh, I didn't even watch it. Yeah, friends had a reunion, but it was literally them sitting on a set just talking about it and then walking around the locations that were shot in stock footage. And unfortunately, Matthew Perry slurring his way through everything. Oh, really? I watched a couple clips of it and he's still suffering. Matthew Perry. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. I was thinking Matt LeBlanc. Matthew Perry. That's too bad. Yeah. Yeah, I watched a couple scenes of him, and boy, he, and people were even in the comments were like, "Oh, poor, he's still he's he's still struggling, isn't he?" And it's like, "Yep, yes, he is. Uh, he's that's a, too bad. He's an unfortunate alcoholic." Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I don't feel like any of them are really doing much. I know Matt LeBlanc keeps making shows that don't seem to be making it. Like every time I see him, he's like on a new show, and he's like the star of it. I'm just like, why does he keep getting different shows? But other than, yeah, him, like, I don't know that I've even seen any, even, um, what's her face, uh, who played Rachel? 
Oh, Jennifer Aniston. I, I, she was in movies a lot after Friends. Oh, she was, but not anymore. I mean, Courtney Cox was also in a bunch of movies, but not really anymore. She's in one this fall, unfortunately. Oh. What is it? Scream 5? Oh, seriously? They keep yep. making those? Ugh. Yep. They haven't made one since before uh, Wes Craven died. This is They're bringing it back, and I'm not sure how much I agree with it. She oh. looks terrible, though. She's had a lot of plastic surgery. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't keep up with her i guess yeah i just uh, looked her up because i i know her and david arquette had divorced and stuff and i was oh, just, quite a while ago yeah yeah and i was just wondering i'm like what does courtney cox look like now and i googled and i went oh okay <laughs> all right fair yeah. enough fair enough so, um want to talk about picard yeah so uh i made a bunch of notes i guess you saw the document but um I, all I have to say is I totally called Q was going to be in this season because after last season with like the weird uh, robots from distant galaxy going to take over the galaxy. I was just like the only bigger thing they could do is bring Q in for something. Uh, oh, I think there's plenty of stuff to touch on. Uh, I kind of feel like uh, in my personal opinion, Q is Q is the is the trump card you pull out when you're, you have no ideas because it's like I texted you when suppose, we saw this trailer. Q doesn't fit in modern Star Trek. So this is so weird. What, what do you mean by that, I guess? He's a he's a he's a MacGuffin. He's God. Right. He doesn't fit in these right. stories. Okay. He can do anything. Yeah. He can okay. and he is doing anything in this show. Like from yeah. what we saw in the trailer, he's gonna alter the timeline or give them a what if situation and their goal is gonna be to fix it or something like that. Yeah. But for all intended purposes, Q worked in the nineties. Yeah didn't work super well in like ds9 or in voyager right but he was a good counter for picard because q showed up made first contact with starfleet through picard and then pretty much the entire seven seasons in like not every episode or anything like that everything is pretty much in tng is the trial that q put them in yes and And so that that actually kind of you bringing that up makes brings me to my i guess my one of my thoughts about why q is in this uh i'm wondering if this is going to be the last like thing that um patrick stewart does with picard like i'm kind of wondering if this is like a goodbye story for picard i hope so but you know what he's gonna do what yeah snap his fingers and picard's gonna be human again Sure, that's fine, but yeah, that's but gonna be. That, I guarantee you, there's going to be shit that is in this season that backpedals last season that people absolutely hated. And how do you fix that? Point. You bring in the guy who can snap his fingers and do anything. Yeah, but the the thing though is, is like like you said, uh, Q was at the beginning of TNG, like, and really Picard's life is very intertwined with Q because Q is constantly in and out of of picard's life especially like in tng and so that makes me wonder if like maybe this is like q shows up because he knows it's the end for picard um i wonder but i guess it just depends on how popular the show is and it's just like yeah patrick here's more here's another zero on that paycheck will you please keep playing this character at 105 years old yeah well the thing too is i saw an interview with uh a producer i think and he made a weird comment about like acknowledging that the actors in the shows can't act forever 
And so it's no, like, they had not, but for some goddamn reason, Betty White is 99 years old and still doing it. <laughs> yes. Oh, Patrick she... Stewart's age has finally caught up to him. Oh, yeah. He every time I see him, I'm just like, oh, man, he's still doing this. <laughs> he literally looks like he's aged about 15 years in the past yeah. five years. Yeah. Which, to be fair, too, in Picard, they're like he they're making him look older. I suppose. Oh, no, that's just what he looks like. That's just what he looks like. Well, he yeah, like he and he is getting pretty old. He's 80. Yeah. I mean, have you seen, I think we talked about it on here. Yeah, uh, that that funny commercial with him and Mark Hamill about like, I love that commercial. Yeah, the bonus feature of them saying, "Would you ever work with Mark again?" And Patrick Stewart goes, "I'm 80." <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. Patrick Stewart's got a wonderful sense of humor. He does. But, you know. Yeah. He has a lovely wife that's like 40 years younger than him, so yeah. I'm young. <laughs> yeah, whenever I see a picture of her, I always kind of forget how old. Like, I see a picture of her, and then I imagine him from, like, Star Trek, or from First Contact. Like, yeah. for some reason, that's, he is forever in my brain as that age. Yes, me too. Uh, Patrick Stewart looks a little funny in the first couple seasons of TNG. Yeah. He looks great in season four plus. Yep. And then you've got First Contact. Which he looks even better. He looks amazing. <laughs> and that's when he stopped aging for about 15 years. Yeah. Like, Patrick Stewart looked amazing from about 96 till about 2012. Yeah. Yeah. He was in the X-Men movies and stuff like that. Yeah. And right. he looked really, really good. Mm-hmm. And... But now he's God, yeah, he's like 81 years old or something like that. And I was exaggerating. Yeah. He's not 40 years older than his wife. I, I think he might be like 35 or so. But well, still, uh, good she's for very young. Him. I think she's only like four years older than I am. And what, really? Yeah, she's she, she, I think she's like 40, 39 or 40. Wow. Uh, and um, uh, so. He, uh, but he, I mean, he, he still looks good for his age. Yeah. Like he's still very lively, but mm-hmm. his age is finally catching up to him, justifiably so. I mean, he's a wonderful actor. I have always been a little sad that Patrick Stewart didn't start doing fun roles uh, until. Okay, yeah, he is forty years older than his wife. Um, <laughs> uh, that he wasn't doing fun roles until much later in his life fun roles like what he was very theatrical no shit like working with like seth MacFarlane and Mm. doing comedy and things like that yeah oh i didn't realize he was in like he was in the narrator of ted yes Uh, the the stars of american dad oh wow Uh, yeah yeah, and so it's a little I, I'm a little sad that he was very he was very serious for a very lengthy time. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think he he is what's considered a Shakespearean actor. Yeah, I heard an interview with of him talking about it and it's not he doesn't have like the highest level of like the school he went to wasn't like the best because uh, uh he told a story in an interview where he, when he was going to work with uh, Ian McClellan, McCle- McCle- uh, yeah. 
because Ian McKellen actually like he went to the top school in England for acting. And so uh, Patrick Stewart was intimidated that when he was going to act with him. And then I think it took like a like a uh, I don't know, something happened where like basically there was something funny happened. And then they, then they were just like best friends for the rest of time. But he was very intimidated to work with him. So I, and I know. Yeah, he went to a good he went to. Yeah, something, some Shakespearean thing, but it wasn't like, because I always assumed that he was at like the top school in England for acting, but mm-hmm. it was kind of like the second or third from the top. <laughs> it was good enough to be in a Star Trek television show in the late 80s, early 90s. Which, yeah, like, <laughs> I always kind of wondered how much, you know, if that felt like a, you know, it's like if he was thinking if he was, you know, going in the right direction with his career or not. I think. <laughs> I think that's I, I remember I've, I've listened to some things where they were wondering when he was going to bail out of the show. That's why. Yeah, I heard that yeah. stuff. But he yeah, his later late, mid 2000s and later he started, you know, opening up a little more and doing more fun stuff. You know, he was in the yeah. Ted movies. He was hmm. uh, he, he, he collaborated a lot with Seth MacFarlane, hmm. the X-Men movies. He was yeah. uh, he was in a Ninja Turtles movie. The yeah, I saw that. He's great. He's the main villain in it. And oh. Oh. Uh, yeah, he's in Charlie's Angels, I guess. And hmm. yeah, he he's done a lot of stuff. I mean, he's been in Robot Chicken. Yeah. Uh, things like that. He's done the the funny ad with Mark Hamill and stuff. Yep. It's a little like and but yeah, he was a very serious actor. And yeah, I think he's catching up. I think he kind of he, he's he was like, oh, this should be fun. And he's a meme. I mean, yeah, he, his best friend is Ian McKellen. They're mm-hmm. always out holding hands and kissing and stuff like that. And yeah. Ian McKellen was uh, uh, married him and his his latest wife. wife. So yeah. well, he's uh, the, it's great. Well, and if you follow him on social media, I feel like he randomly says really funny stuff. Like he didn't like he'd never had or he was talking to his wife when they first got married and uh, he'd never had like pizza pizza was it just flat out never had pizza i think it was he never had like new york style pizza mm-hmm. and so then it was like this big event to go find some and then like i guess i heard an interview with him where he was talking to his wife about being circumcised and his wife was like you think wait are you circumcised like yeah he's like no no you're not <laughs> and so then he went to his doctor and he asked the doctor am i circumcised and he and like in his seven late 70s oh my god and, and the doctor's like no <laughs> You're not. <laughs> Side note: American Dad has been on for 15 years and counting, and has over oh, 300 episodes. Wow! What? I didn't even know it was still on. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I'm just shocked. <laughs> Is uh Family Guy still going? 369 episodes for Family Guy. 19 seasons. Wow. In The Simpsons, this is what, on season 36? Uh, he was on The Simpsons, too. It's easy to find that one. Oh yeah. God. Scared to look at this one. 706 episodes, 32 seasons. 32, okay. Yeah, well, okay, it started in 86, I think, but it was on the Tracy Ullman show. So Peaked that, after season oh. five. Oh, for sure. If, yeah. Yeah, maybe. But, I, yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, so... <laughs> Q, yeah, Q's in it. Um, I'm wondering too. I mean, speaking of, I guess John TNG Delancey characters, looks lovely though. He looks great. Who? John Delancey. 
Is that? That's uh, cute. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I was actually thinking that too. It's like, how old is that guy? He looks good. He looks really good. I was wondering about that. Uh. Now I have to look it up. Didn't engage him. Yeah, I was wondering. I mean, they could always play it off as like he just doesn't want to or like he's aging himself with Picard to make Picard feel better or something like you can make stuff up. Whatever. whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The I will say this about the Picard trailer. Mm -hmm. Half this cast does not need to come back. Yeah, I, 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 I was wanting to talk about the cast. So, like, it looks like Narek is back even. Which yeah. is unnecessary. So he was the villain, wasn't he? Uh, and he disappeared, one. yeah. Uh, yeah. Soji has no business coming back. She doesn't. Her story was told. Yeah, and she... Rios' story was told. He doesn't need to come back. I liked Rios. I'm not I, saying it, I disliked him. they're using his ship. His, his like, story was told. Like, if, if Picard's back in Starfleet, which he might be, who knows? That could be part of... Then Q's. he doesn't need the ship anymore, yeah. But... Uh, Seven of Nine, there's still shit you can do with her, I guess, because um, she was a fa- she was a favorite of a lot mm-hmm. of people's. Uh, Picard, Seven. Uh, well, Doctor Agnes should be in jail. Yeah, she's in it back too. She has no business being in it, in my opinion. Um, uh, the uh, Picard's friend, I don't remember her name, Michelle Nichols. Um, uh, his security officer. Oh, I'm looking at... Sorry, I thought I was looking at season two, cast. I'm looking at just um, the whole show cast. So I was naming people that were probably maybe not even in it. Oh, they're in it. <clears throat> yeah, one thing I thought I heard uh, Guinan was going to be Still in hurts. it. What? I thought I, heard, I remembered hearing Guinan was going to be in it. That was yeah. a while ago. Like, yeah, that was just... That sure was when, in it. Yeah, basically. So it's hard to say... I'm sure. I'm sure Whoopi's gonna be in it. Um, yeah, if Whoopi but, wants to be in it, I'm sure she'll be. In, it. <laughs> in my opinion, uh, just just Picard, just Rafi, uh, and Seven. Everyone else's stories were told. What about what about his Romulan bodyguard? Oh, the girl. No, he's a guy. Oh him! Oh I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. So yeah, the, I don't the know lady if he's in it, but uh, the lady Romulan, she's in the show. I'm happy yeah. about that. I really like that actress a lot. I like, well, yeah, and I wish she was in season one more. Honestly, yes, like, I they just had her in the first couple of episodes. But no, I think his uh, the I can't remember what it's called, but like the guy that was raised by the Romulan nuns. Oh, that dude. Yeah. Um, I think he's in it again, which makes sense because he has a life debt. Uh, Elnor. Didn't they release? Didn't he release him from that debt? It was in like a weird fit of rage. Ugh. Um, but yeah, he did. The show uh, was hated by hardcore Star Trek fans. Which I don't know. I mean, it it didn't. Oh, Dexter, feel like they a Star Trek show. Uh, they they greenlit season three. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, there's a third season. <laughs> okay, so it's not a goodbye, a farewell to Patrick Stewart. So whatever. Which. I don't know. I guess if they really wanted to pull a cue card, they could make bring in a completely younger actor to be a young version of Picard, That's which they're not going to do. I'm not saying they should do that. I'm just saying they might. Uh, they'll just have Patrick Stewart keep doing it. Like I said, they'll just add zero, more zeros. 
Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. I wonder how much money he's making from this. It's got, it can't be. It can't no, be he's a producer on it too. He's making a lot of money. Yeah, he's making um, more money than he's gonna spend before he dies. Well, that's fair. Uh, which I guess talking about the cast too, I'm wondering if they're gonna bring in uh, any more of the TNG cast. Because uh, I would love to see Worf. I would love to see LaForge. I do not want to see Wesley Crusher. I wouldn't uh, mind seeing Beverly. But I don't know. Like, mostly just because Wesley Crusher's the end of TNG. Like it alluded to... Or no, there was a flat out episode of him becoming a star child or whatever. Uh, and that just made no sense. And they never brought it back. Uh, Michael Dorn's not fat anymore. So that's a plus. Oh, was he fat? He got huge in the last Star Trek TNG movie. He gains like 50 pounds. Oh, yeah. Any pictures I've seen of him lately, he's looked pretty good. Pretty he good. looks pretty good. I don't... Has he even been in anything lately? I know he's a consultant for a lot of things. Yeah. He's aged, uh, too. Oh, yeah. He's getting up there. They all uh, are. I mean, no. I mean, Jonathan Frakes looked like shit, so... Uh, yeah, he, he just looked old. Um, I think he's directing some episodes of Picard. I know Jonathan he's directed. Breaks? Yeah. I think he. Well, I know he's directed some Discovery episodes. Jonathan Frakes. So, yeah. Oh yeah, he's a director now. I mean, it makes sense. He got his direction from asking if he could please direct some DS9. I think he directed some Voyager too. Well, and he did. Uh, he directed First Contact. Oh, sorry. I was thinking of Michael Dorn. Sorry. Oh, Michael Dorn. Sorry. <laughs> uh yeah michael dorn has directed uh one episode of enterprise three episodes of ds9 and that's it for star trek okay i thought he did a voyager um oh, and yeah. then he's directed like some things i've never heard of yeah uh, but otherwise yeah jonathan frakes directed uh first contact and uh insurrection oh Michael Dorn is in Invincible. He's Battle Beast. Yes, he is. That's cool. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it just sounds like Worf. So. Well, of course. Uh, so, yeah, it would be kind of nice if some of these characters would pop up. Uh, I'm sure they'll make time. I'm sure they'll make time. And I'm sure uh, Will Wheaton is just seriously going, guys, I, I, I can fit in the uniform. Nope, no thanks. I can fit in it. <laughs> Are you gonna have I, my mom in it? I don't. I don't think he could fit in his uniform. <laughs> Not his old one. He'd need I a didn't new say one. His just a uniform. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> he's uh, Wesley Crusher's not even in Starfleet. He like flew off and as an as like a space ghost or something. Yeah, didn't he, he went off and hung out with some pedophile, and then he just magically shows up in Nemesis at with not a speaking role for two seconds. Oh, I, I need to rewatch Nemesis. I was literally just talking to my wife about that yesterday. That like I do not remember that movie. I have seen it. I might did I see it with you? No, I saw it with Travis and Ryan. We okay, were all, so I think we were in our senior year, so no. I mean it would have been nice if we could have just year? and asked what you were doing because we had to go to Johnston to do it. Oh yeah. I don't know. I know I saw it. You know what? I think I saw I watched it on VHS. Okay. <laughs> I have the I have all the Star Trek movies on Blu-ray. I've got all the yeah. box sets. I, and, well, yeah, I've got the original box it. set, the original series box set uh, movies, and I've got the TNG movie box set. And uh, mm. I gotta say, I don't think um, I don't think Nemesis is that bad. 
Yeah, I, and I don't even I don't remember. That's the problem, and so I can't even say if it's good or bad. Uh, I just remember the la- the final scene with where they ex- where they where they blow up the the satellite or whatever. But that's uh, it. Satellite. Uh, well, I don't know. They're on like a th- some spaceship thing, and Data dies. Oh, the ship. Yeah, the Riemann ship. Yeah. It was a ship. Didn't look. Yes, like it was a ship. Okay. Well, they blow it up anyway. Yeah. Uh, spoilers. Insurrection and Nemesis both ended the same way with a ship exploding. Yeah. Well, I mean, all the TNG movies had a ship exploding. Well, and I mean, <laughs> yes. Okay. And the climax was a sh- was the enemy ship exploding. It was dumb. Well, there's nothing else to really do. I mean. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Except maybe punch a fucking plasma coolant tank and everyone melts like in oh in, in, yes that one uh so i i am hoping i think my response to you when we found out about the trailer was yep i hope this is written by people that actually watched tng well in the last one was oh who wrote that i can't even think of the guy's name now but he, he was a huge star trek fan i know uh, he said in an interview yeah. um but liar. but it didn't fucking liar yeah, it, the thing they, is, it didn't feel like a Star Trek, like Star they Trek. Didn't watch Star Trek. Like, I'll even sit down and say that. Like, I was, you know, we liked Picard. We reviewed the yeah. whole show on the podcast when it came out. For sure. Uh, looking back as a, at a retrospective, oh, my God, they just ignored everything in TNG and just yeah. like, like literally uh, Picard season one ignores so much of TNG's lore. It's almost yeah. offensive. Which, the, the, which I can understand why fans don't like it. Did not yeah, like which, the show. The worst part of it being that like he was a, he like love in Picard season one, he he like doesn't stop talking about how much he loves data. And but in if you watch TNG data. He, yeah, data was just a he was a tool. He was yeah. a member, but he was also not a person in the sense like literally there were episodes of TNG where data is thought dead. And Picard's response is, we'll need to contact Starfleet and get a new con officer. Yeah. And like <laughs> legitimately. Uh, yeah, it's kind of bad. Like it, uh, Red Letter Media did an entire like their personal reviews were pretty scathing toward it. But yeah. they did a blanket review, which is their character playing him uh reviewing the show and yes straight up scenes of dialogue from picard countered with dialogue from tng hmm. that shows that like you, you guys didn't watch the show yeah and, like, you guys didn't watch tng what did you take from 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 tng picard was a captain some people didn't like romulans data and data yeah so I'm very much hoping that with this new season, maybe they fired up Netflix and watched. <laughs> yeah. Which, Even the people behind the show probably don't want to own Paramount Plus or CBS All Access. It's Yeah, it's Paramount Plus now. Yeah. So it's but, one yeah. of those things like you guys. I mean, it is a little hard to watch some things where it's like you guys just didn't watch the damn show. Like, yeah. You didn't TNG. And I mean, I know Kurtzman's like the the terrible mastermind behind the whole thing, but they've kind of started to distance themselves and stop giving him free reign to do everything, thankfully. But yeah, it's 
it's a little rough to think back about on some of this stuff and go, God damn. Well, you guys just didn't get shit. It was also, like, it you was... didn't even know what Seven of Nine was. And yeah. CBS and studios themselves have this thing of like, oh, let's throw modern politics into the shows. And it's like, can you not? Can you not yeah. deal with immigration and segregation and stuff like that? Like the biggest problem with the show, it's all about Romulans and apparently how everybody hates Romulans. But they weren't hated the last time we we were in this time frame right. of TNG. They yeah. weren't. Like Starfleet yeah. wasn't a Xen. Starfleet and the Federation were not xenophobic racists. Yeah. And, Picard treated it as Starfleet and Federation as xenophobic racist, where it's like the Romulans planet is exploding. We don't want to help them. Yeah. It's like, come on. You guys didn't watch Star Trek. Right. It's yeah. And then the heinous act of killing Hugh was just horrible. Hugh, the Hugh of board. Oh, Hugh, that was terrible. For some reason, my mind opened, like, focused on Echab, which, oh, man, yeah, that's a thing. What? Um, Seven's adoptive son. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He was that in That dude it? made a bunch of, like, like weird political posts. And so uh, some people took that as his torture scene was torturing the character because the actor's, like, a weird anti-gay or something like that. Oh, I don't even remember. Yeah. Was that in the show? Yeah, that's S7's introduction episode. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't even know who that was. Uh, but no, yeah, I, I remembered uh, that scene, though, with Hugh. I was just like, they're going to kill that. They're going to kill Hugh. And then by the end of the scene, they killed him. I was just like, no. Nah! Yeah. <laughs> I was so excited to have Hugh back. He's, he's like my favorite, uh, like weird side character from TNG. Straight. Uh, but whatever. Um, I don't know. We'll so, watch it. We'll review it. Oh, of course. Um, a couple like interesting things I guess that I picked up on. Uh, yeah, seven. Which this one was obvious. Seven doesn't have her board implants. And I mean, I don't know. A lot of these things are probably just like Q did it, or yes, there's something brought up that there's Q changed the timeline. There's something yeah going on with the timeline. Um, and so yeah, seven doesn't have her implants. Uh, I was reading something else and it pointed out that she has a wedding ring on in that scene as well. Um, no, wait, this is a seven that never went to start, never went to the Delta Quadrant. Her husband is insert character actor to play role who lives in Vancouver where we shot this episode. Probably. Yeah. Uh, and then Rios having a a conflict or a Starfleet badge. Which could just be like, you know, since Picard is re- is brought back into, into Starfleet, he could have asked for Rios's ship to be sanctioned. And if so, then Rios has to be rejoined Starfleet. Counterpoint. Okay. Everything is Q screwing with the timeline. That's, None of this is real. Well, that and then that was my I guess I was going to bring up that counterpoint, too, that like this yeah. is just like, well, even. Yeah, he's so like they're all because he's on his bridge and he's, he's confused looking at his uniform. Everything is Q just messing yep. the timeline. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't think anything we saw in that trailer with people like looking the way they didn't in season one. Mm-hmm. It's just Q. He altered the timeline. He changed something. He yep. he stopped Romulus from exploding or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, I, I yeah, I totally the the first time I watched it, I was just like, oh, these are all weird alternate timeline events. Um, and then I don't know, just like trying to step back and analyze at least like what's going on in, in it. And but yeah, no, I completely agree with you. This is probably it's probably just a bunch of weird alternate timelines that I hope if I mean, I, I don't think it's one. I don't well. think it's alternate timelines. It's one. Yeah. It's just one. It's just Q screwed up the timeline and everybody who's close to Picard from season one, mm-hmm. they're compre- just like him. They're looking and going, what happened? That's it. It's yeah. not like, a oh, this timeline changed, this timeline changed. No, Q did something that altered everything. And okay. for some reason, the oh. cast of Picard was not affected. Their minds were not affected by it. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. So it's all cool. like something changed. Rios never left Starfleet. Seven may have never gone to the Delta Quadrant. Yeah. Uh, Picard never retired from Starfleet. All these okay. kind of things. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And it all centers from Q changed something. And yeah, it's that... him telling Picard, got to find out what I did. Oh, that would be lame. I hope it's not. Uh, it's Q. No, honest, that is at the end of the day. Q's own Q's layman in, himself in so many ways. The character's wonderful. His stories are crap. Yeah, like I w- yeah, I wish they could. I I hope it's a good story with Q. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I mean, uh, season one it was fun to watch at the time, not as fun to think about later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I hope that at least that's what this is. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I guess the the one thing I'm not looking forward to, like you said, uh, I, I completely agree that Soji does not need to be in this because nope. like it's a she's a completely different character even because now she knows she's an android, whereas the whole first season she thinks she's human. And so now she's just a different character. And I just I don't know that I care for that new character, I guess. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure it'll be fine. And yeah, hopefully they have better or a different writer at least. I don't even know if they do or not. Probably not. I didn't even as long know. as it's good. That's the only thing that matters. Yeah. That the one thing. The one yeah. thing. I mean, we're never gonna get serialized content from uh, again. Like mm-hmm. we're not gonna get one episode stories. Unfortunately, everything has to be a ten-hour movie. Unfortunately, but yeah. that's just modern television anymore. And uh, yeah. And that is kind of too bad because I think that was a highlight maybe of of TNG was that like especially growing up as a kid it, I watched most of it on syndication or whatever like just late at night uh, and it didn't matter if I was watching you know if you're watching them in order because like it's just oh it's just a new episode you know like every episode is its own thing except for you know here and there TNG had a couple two parters but not too many. Uh, but then, yeah, Voyager became then just one overarching story, or at least each season was almost just like a huge movie. And then what? Yeah, Voyager did that. DS9 kind of did that as well. Like they had more overarching story like lines. The second the Dominion War entered, it was I mean, there were still single yeah. episode stories. Voyager had them too and stuff like. But yeah, here and with there. modern storytelling, everything has to be a like modern. Like I'm talking like the last five years streaming. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Streaming service television content. Well, it's because people are binging things. What? It's because people are binging things. Yeah. And so if you're binging it, you're watching it all consecutively. And so you can do that. 
the bit well and the biggest problem with some of this is cbs all access doesn't release everything at once disney plus doesn't release everything at once they're still doing weekly yeah. formats right right uh, netflix oh amazon amazon's releasing stuff weekly now yep uh we're finally getting back to the way life was in the 90s unfortunately content is not it's still <clears throat> 10 hour movies yeah, and I mean, and that's because in the future, like, whatever, three months from now, people are going to be binging it. But, and that's fun, that's interesting, too, to bring that up, because I, uh, as we were talking about this, I was thinking about, like, all the time travel episodes from Star Trek, because they've done a lot of them. Oh, and funny. the one that popped in my head was, uh, it, it wasn't even a time travel one, it, it turned up out to be aliens messing with Harry Kim's mind, I think. But he thought that he was back on Earth before or yeah, he thought he was back on Earth and hadn't joined or and hadn't gone on Voyager or was it right before? I don't remember. But like he it was like he thought that there was a time problem. And so the whole episode, he was trying to figure out like what the time dilation was. And then it turned out to be aliens. But that was like one of my favorite Voyager episodes. And well, and then I guess there was the whole thing with um the oh what was it well harry kim from just like an alternate timeline there was that problem too which i thought was funny but um another good episode or yeah another good episode was uh wharf was kind of like stuck in like all these time bubbles that were happening um and then another one oh man i can't even think of it now but yeah tng had several time like weird just like time issues and then of course uh uh the triple like the ds9 going back to the trouble with tribbles episode oh yeah uh that which was kind of funny and ds9 went back in time again uh for like um some like back to the time period when there was still like a war going on i think uh right before like the utopia happened but anyway like it's happened yeah quite a bit and then there's the yeah movie. there's usually about five or ten time uh time travel episodes in later track but anyway my point being i guess was just like that those were single episodes and they were great <laughs> but remember yeah. when they met mark twain yeah that was a good one uh mr pickard the lady who owned the uh the the hotel that they were staying at kept calling him mr pickard instead no. of mr picard anyway and then that's when they first met guinan yeah yeah which didn't make any sense hey remember when voyager would have episodes of the holodeck of like a bar in ireland boy what a hit yeah and they kept uh because it was supposed to be like a good bar for like playing pool or something stupid like that Uh, it was just a bar where people would go and hang out and janeway fell in love with a holographic bartender oh yeah well then uh tng had a similar episode where uh uh whatever um jonathan frakes's character came will Riker kept going to like some weird bar and he fell in love with uh like the waitress or the singer minuet yeah, yeah. and he kept playing the trombone yep <laughs> dude grow it being an adult and going back and watch star trek holy crap man they just used the holodeck to have sex with holograms well, DS9, that's straight up the like, sole purpose of the Yeah, Quark's, Quark had pleasure <laughs> pleasure hours and stuff like that. He literally had he literally had a holodeck that was a brothel. Oh, man. And, like, even as a kid, I was just like, man, who has to clean that up? I know. Once once you hit end program. <laughs> oh, 
especially after Riker would always use the holodeck. Riker would literally get, like, blue balls and go, if anyone needs me, I'll be in the holodeck. Oh, man. And, or Harry Kim, same thing. Harry Kim was banging holodeck, holograms all the time in Voyager. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. I still remember. I think when I discovered that was when I was a teenager, and it was the Pon Far episode oh, with – uh, the Vulcan who on on Voyager. On fire, the most awkward thing that Star Trek has ever invented. Yes, and they had that <laughs> they had that Vulcan on Voyager who was going to be dealing with Ponfar, and they kept try they like tried to have him sleep with a hologram to deal with it. Yeah. And he's such a prude, he's like, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do that. Oh. Yeah, Ponfar. I forgot about Ponfar. Vulcan <laughs> mating seat like thing that happens every seven years. Where your logic gets thrown in a dumpster and you just turn into a horny toad. Well, didn't don't the Klingons have a similar thing? Or at least like Bolana had a problem. I remembered. Uh, she it was in that episode. Uh, that Vulcan wanted to mate with her. Like he was straight okay. up like getting rapey at her, and she. Ah, okay. Yes. No. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, and um, being a kid, you don't notice that right away. But as you hit teenage and stuff like that, you're going, what's going on with that holodeck? And it's like, oh, that's just where everyone goes to bang. Okay. <clears throat> or, right. you know, like the like uh, uh, the Maquis, you know, they're running simulations to take over Starfleet. Yep. <laughs> it's very weird. Or they had that sex planet in TNG. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, what was that planet <laughs> called? Um not not the vacation like the not the paradise planet like this yeah no it's the paradise planet. planet oh okay yeah it's uh risa risa yeah risa seven or something like yeah that. yeah the orgy planet it's well and they keep going to, go to vacations it just have sex with the help well and ds9 even goes to risa at one point uh and i think there's like a problem with uh the the weather Whatever. They have, like, uh, machines that control the weather. Right. And it, like, starts raining. <clears throat> and that was the plot. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I, uh, do we, how much time do we have? Um, Our first half an hour was us doing personal catch-up. Yeah, so we, we've been, yeah, talking for, or we've been talking for an hour. Um, So, you uh, did you watch the Snake Eyes trailer? I did. I don't remember too much of it, but I did watch it. I thought yeah. the was coming out in October until I realized the original date was October 2020. So I did. Yeah, it's I, out it this hasn't month. registered on me whatsoever. So uh, I didn't know this when you said this is coming out this month. And I'm like, I'm, my brain, when I read your text, I was like, no, it's not. It's coming out in October. And then I yeah. Googled it and said, huh, three weeks. Right. Yeah. Two and, weeks. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, I mean, and I don't watch enough TV. Like, I don't see commercials. Yeah, I don't have um, television. I don't see any of this stuff. Yeah. I have to get out if it, if I remember. Yeah. Well, and just I knew I knew I wanted to talk about Picard, the Picard trailer, uh, and so I was just like googling like, okay, well, what else is coming out this month that we could talk about? And Snake Eyes popped up, and I'm like, oh, oh, cool. <laughs> so, and I don't know, like I didn't know that there, I don't know that there was many takeaways for me at least, because like I'm not, like I like I like GI Joe, but I'm not that familiar with it, I guess. And I like Snake Eyes. Like I have a Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow uh, Funko Pops. They're like they're the first Funko Pops I ever bought. Um, and so like I, I like those characters. And so, but the thing is, is watching this trailer, like I'm 
I thought it was weird that you that we even see Snake Eyes's face. And and I know it's an origin story, I guess. But then on top of that, like he seems like is he an American in the in the original GI Joe? Yes. Okay. Yes, Snake Eyes is a blonde-haired American. Okay. Yeah, but in so this, he said he's Asian. Well, and he's like he's like British or something. Like he has a weird accent I couldn't place. Yes, it's a little odd. Uh, um, but then again, 99% of Snake Eyes is with 99.9% of Snake Eyes is he doesn't show his face because it's horribly scarred and burned and he can't speak. So Right. I have a friend who's a he's a fellow Transformer fan, a uh, friend of mine I've talked to for a couple of years online. He's a GI Joe fan. Okay. And I am a casual GI Joe fan. I know GI Joe. Yeah. Very, like fairly well. And mm-hmm. so I asked him when the trailer came out what he thought. And he, he says he's optimistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told him I wasn't sure how I felt about Snake Eyes being Asian. And he's the one that pointed out, yeah, but how many times have you ever seen Snake Eyes' face? And I was like, fair enough. I think I've seen his face like three times yeah. in comics, and that's it. And so. to be to be honest, like I don't think it really matters what his race is. And if anything, like... It makes sense to make him a, a Asian. I guess I don't even know what he if he's supposed to be Japanese or Chinese or what. Um, I don't know what his um, I don't know what I his clan. They're ninjas Japanese. The actor probably Korean. could be could be anything. Yeah, which uh, it's funny because uh, in um, uh, what is it the the t- I can never remember what it's called uh, the movie that's coming out with, about the Ten Rings. Shang Chi. Shang Chi. So. Shang-Chi, the actor, is Chinese, and he's in Kim's Convenience. He's the older brother, mm-hmm. and he's supposed to be Korean. I always wonder if people have problems with that. Yeah, I was curious about that. because, Well, and I know that a big deal with Kim's Convenience is that uh, after they canceled, uh, he, th- that actor, I can't think of his name. Uh, he's Canadian. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, that makes sense, I guess, if he's, if he's in Kim's Convenience. And then I know he and the lady who plays the mom, uh-huh. like, came out and said, like, this was a horrible show to work on. It was all, like, white writers and producers and the oh, Korean who is. the Korean who came up with the story because it's based on, like, a play, uh-huh. like, barely got any, like, say in the show. And then it was just a bunch of, like, racist tropes and they they felt horrible acting them out. Um, and I get that, but then there's just like, but then you're a Chinese person playing a Korean. Like, is that okay? Yeah. That's what I I always wonder about. Like, I always get wonder like how Japanese audiences feel about Chinese people playing Japanese or how Chinese people play, feel about Japanese people playing, uh, Chinese. Cause I know like, Donnie Yen has played like every Asian ethnicity. Yeah. Well, and I yeah. always wonder, it's like, do you guys ever get offended by this at all? Also, do I care? No. Well, then there's that, I guess. And the only thing that I know of is I know Koreans get really offended or they, they have a lot of strong feelings towards Japan because Japan occupied them for quite a while. Yeah, Korea doesn't like Japan. Um, but other than that, like the only thing I can think of is, is like when Ghost in the Shell came out and Scarlett Johansson was the main character, there was an, like a lot of, I know Americans were upset about it. And then I saw this interview with the the original creator of Ghost in the Shell and some, and they asked him like, how do you, like, how do you feel about Scarlett Johansson being 
the main character. And Didn't he give a shit. He loved it. He loved it. And he was, yes. and he said flat out, like, I never expected uh, an Asian person to be that character. I knew no. if Hollywood was going to make this movie is going to be a Hollywood movie. Here, and he was, here, he was ecstatic that it was being made. Here's the secret <laughs> about anime and manga. Almost no characters in anime or manga are Asian. Well, I, they're they all drawn seem, to look like American or just white. They like, they seem to not, be like this weird made up like race that like just well, doesn't they're really mostly exist. just white people. That's what they are. And yeah. people, unless they full on state they're Asian, like they have Asian yeah. heritage and stuff like that, they dress Asian. Uh, people What's get like a, so offended. Yeah. By stuff that they have no need to be offended by. People have to act offended by everything. People got mad because a white kid played Goku in the live action Dragon Ball Z movie. And I'm just sitting there going. Yeah, but was that movie good? I enjoyed it. But the fact of the matter is Goku's not Asian. He's an alien. And there's that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's only two. There's only one Japanese character in Dragon Ball Z. Who's that? Yamcha. Oh. He's the only Japanese character. Goku's wife is Chinese. Uh, mm. Tien is South Asian, I believe, or Chinese. Yeah. Not 100% sure. There's no Asian characters in Dragon Ball Z. They're all either white people or aliens. There's only like one that's like two that are actually Asian. People yeah. get so mad. People threw a fit about Scarlett Johansson. And the creator, yes, goes, it's a robot. Yeah. It's a robot. Well, and then like, the, the I'm not... I'm less familiar with anime than you are. And like the one, the one of the shows that I was really into was cowboy bebop. None of them and, are well, and the, yeah, that's the thing. Like uh, specifically that show, they all look very American to me. Yeah. Um, exactly. but whatever. Anyway, uh, anyway, that's, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, GI Joe. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I don't care. I guess that snake eyes is, I don't even know what ethnicity he's supposed to be in this, but, um, uh, Chinese, Chinese. Okay. I think, well, no way. I'm sorry. No ninjas. They're Japanese. Yeah. But like, Uh, I believe so. The other Japanese. Yeah. And, but I mean, even from the movie though, like I couldn't even tell where he, if he is supposed to be like, cause they fly him in to be trained at some point. Um, like he seems to have been discovered by some like, weird rich china like ninja man uh in like oh, the blind finish. master and the hard master yeah so i guess i mean i don't know much about the history of him i, I know gi <laughs> but i don't know the, the the only thing that i thought was off was like the helmet is a biker helmet or like a motorcycle helmet mm-hmm. his mask is which just felt weird to me helmet looks great in toys and cartoons it looks retarded in uh in live action. They want to make it a bike helmet. I'm okay with that. That's fair enough, <laughs> That's I guess. That's fine. It's whatever. The helmet's stupid and wrong. It doesn't even make sense for you. Like, how, how does he see? But, yeah. Yeah. And the fact that, the, that it seems to be placed in modern time, I thought was kind of interesting. Like, they're completely rebooting him then. Uh, Snake Eyes? Yeah. Well, G.I. Joe's modern. Well, like, G.I. Joe started in, what, like, the 80s? 50s, 60s. But Okay. Well, but yeah, but the, American hero is the 80s. But but if this is going to be an origin story, I guess I expected an origin story to take place in the past nah, and then to lead nah, up to actors are yeah. young. Just modernize it. OK, that's it's not fair. like we're going to jump 20 years and see the formation of G.I. Joe. Snake Eyes is going to be his own movie. And then a year later, he's going to be part of the G.I. Joe team. 
Yeah. Which, to be fair, so I am assuming though then that this is a reboot. Oh, Ray, yeah. This it, isn't part of the previous movies. Right. That came out with Ray Park playing. Snake. Then they're then they're finally doing it right, where they're introducing the cool characters, and then bringing in the rest of the GI Joe. I mean, they're basically doing the the MCU model. Then really. Maybe the movie's successful. Yeah, and that's I mean, and Transformers is even do, doing that because they re, they rebooted with uh, with Bumblebee. And yeah. now, I'm assuming that was a reboot, right? Yeah. Originally Remember. intended to be a prequel, became a reboot during production. That's good. Um, and then, yeah, now we're getting, I guess, a weird... Like, I'm, I'm a little worried that they jumped a little too far because they're doing they're bringing in all the Transformers for the next movie. Bringing in a lot of them, that's for certain. Yeah, I, I was just expecting, like, you know, for the uh, next movie, uh, bring in... A few more Decepticons and a few more Autobots. As was I, but we're getting Beast Wars. Yeah, which you know, a lot of we're getting. I'm excited about Beast Wars. Right. I, we're getting I love five Beast. factions of Transformers in this movie, so it's a. Uh, That's a lot. It's a lot. It's a. I mean, as the Transformers fanboy, even I'm going. Oh, wow, you're just blowing your whole wad with this film, aren't you guys? Oh yeah, man, like it, that's like it feels like Endgame level stuff, and it's like I they very satisfied with another small character film like bumblebee i'm not sure how to feel about this new movie i'm not being negative i'm just going okay okay (laughs) you do you i guess (laughs) yeah we'll see yeah anyway i I, and i don't even know what else to say about snake eyes i'm just he's my one of my favorite characters i don't even know much about him i i think the movie looks pretty it looks like a fun ninja movie i guess like a very american ninja movie i personally would have preferred a legit gi joe movie but it's okay yeah i mean i, I get that the, the I, thing is they've already tried that and it didn't work well they did it horribly they had Steven summers as the director and then <sighs> the dude made van helsing for god's sake um that's a very good point and then they made a sequel, and God love that director. He did everything he could to fix that <laughs> film, the first film. Yeah. He, and he left out the stuff he couldn't fix. But the cast is good. They've got a lot of good stunt-performing actors to play the ninjas. They've yeah. got a very, very good actress to play the Baroness, who looks like the Baroness, because she's the only, so far, character from Cobra that's in it. Yeah, I immediately uh, recognized her as Baroness, which is nice, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I very much enjoy Samara Weaving, mm-hmm. and her playing Scarlet was like, okay. Oh, I did not fine. recognize her. That's interesting. Yes. Yes. She looks Samara completely Weaving. different. Uh, highly recommend, if people haven't seen it, watch Ready or Not. Yeah, you. I think when we talked about uh, Bill and Ted, you said that, yeah. Yes, very good. She's a good actress. Hugo, uh, Hugo Weaving's niece. Yeah, and I'm trying to think. She kind of looks like... Um, Margot uh, Robbie. Yes. Yeah. Like, she looks like a younger Margot Robbie, I suppose. Like, yes. But, yeah. Because I think that's maybe who I thought it was, but... Yeah. Right? Uh, she's too busy... Uh, playing harley quinn Ugh, gross throw up in my mouth <laughs> um, yeah I'm, I'm i don't disagree with you. i i hope it's successful probably won't be covid 19 yeah. still a thing so uh yeah uh, we'll see. um uh, if it's successful and we'll get a better gi joe movie than the one we got 10 years ago oh so that, 
Uh, I'm looking at the cast list, and uh, the guy. It, uh, I was wondering. I meant to ask you if this, if it was Storm Shadow, but the guy with the scar on his eye in the trailer is Storm yes. Shadow. I yes. didn't. Re- I didn't Storm recognize Shadow. him. Storm Shadow. So that's uh, cool, yep. Heir enough. to the Ashikage, uh, Lindsay yeah. clan that they're part of. Uh, I'm very much hoping Storm Shadow is a complicated character and not just bad guy, because I don't yeah. like Storm Shadow as bad guy. I like Storm Shadow as complicated person who redeems himself and becomes Snake Eyes' friend. Oh, uh, yeah, that'd be cool. I That's how the comics handled him. Okay. Uh, that's how shows have handled him. Uh, most of the time when he's a bad guy, it's because he's just an asshole or he's brainwashed. So Yeah, well, and that, that would be a really cool... Like, I would like to see, like, a buddy movie i guess where they're like two badass ninjas fighting with each other yeah so but yeah, yeah. movies now uh i hope it's good i yeah. i do gi joe's fun gi joe is an unfortunate franchise it's had a very unfortunate yeah. history the past 20 years like and... worse than mortal Kombat, it seems like well <laughs> here's the problem with gi joe yeah they're fine there's toys finally back on the shelf G.I. Yeah. Joe went almost 10 years without having toys on the shelf. Seriously? Probably really? Yes. Wow. They couldn't sell them. Like, people... You yeah. gotta remember. I get After that. 9-11, military point of view was not great. Yeah, yeah. And the villains of G.I. Joe is a terrorist organization. Yep. So, G.I. Joe has not had the most popular track record, and Hasbro itself has not handled G.I. Joe very well. But, the past year... They brought G.I. Joe back. There's retro toys on the shelf, and there's new six-inch Marvel Legends-like figures called G.I. Joe Classified. I have oh. a Cobra Commander. Yeah. Um, they're making movie versions of them, too, now. So G.I. Joe's kind of back, and it's not losing any steam. The toys are really cool-looking. Uh, my buddy I talked about, he collects them. Yeah. And he's even buying, like, Marvel Legends to customize and make other Joes oh. and members of the, the Ninja clans that's pretty cool yeah they're really good he does a good job uh-huh. uh so it's kind of nice to finally see gi joe back on the shelf because literally i watched gi joe just kept shrinking and shrinking before uh the pendulum yeah. swung on toys r us gi joe was shoved into a corner with maybe one peg for figures oh man and it was always just cobra troopers uh multi-pack and that was it <clears throat> weird so, yeah I, I'm a fan of G.I. Joe. I have yeah. like five or six Cobra Commander figures because I like Cobra Commander a lot. And yeah, yeah, I, I bought the new version of him last year or yeah, it was last year I got the figure when it came out. So uh, it's a neat figure. I I just like Cobra Commander. I think he's got a really good design. He's the voice, uh, you know, Starscream from Transformers was the right. voice. So, yeah, uh, that's why I'm kind of hoping that, you know, we get a new get a sequel that's good you know we might be able to get cobra commander as a really cool looking thing because that was the thing the first movie screwed him up the second movie yeah. yeah put him in his classic outfit he wasn't in the movie very much uh he was at like the beginning a little bit in the middle and then at the very end escaping yeah so they kind of made him the uh mastermind behind the curtain and things like that which was great yeah. but yeah uh i i'm pos- i i'm i i i am going in positive hoping the movie's good Man, I'm looking at these uh, the GI Joe classifieds, and they're like oh, they're all so good. Sold, they're all sold out. Pre-order sold out. Pre-order sold out. Where at? Target. Oh yeah, Target. Target sucks ass. You, can, <laughs> uh, uh, you gotta go to like Big Bad Toy Store and stuff like that. They're in stock and stuff like okay. that. Okay. 
there. But yeah, the, those toys, they are really cool looking. Yeah, they look nice. Anyway, um, then, yeah, the next thing to talk about, uh, at least that I proposed, was um, the Masters of the Universe, which it's another one of those things that I know very little about, but I'm excited about because it's just it's something from my child, like early childhood. Uh, my brother had all the Masters of the Universe toys. He had we had Castle Grayskull, um, I'm pretty sure. And uh, I, I don't know. I just remember playing with a bunch of the toys, but I never I don't know that I've ever seen the cartoon. Um, I picked up the comic a few years or I don't know, like probably a decade ago now that I think about it. Um but yeah, I don't know. I thought and we we briefly brought this up before. I think uh, to the disappointment that Kevin Smith is in charge. Um, but uh, yeah, and it, it actually looks really good. Yeah, the trailer looked amazing, and uh, I thought it was interesting, like how scrawny Adam is. Um, uh, but I mean, it makes him when he turns into He Man look even cooler, I guess. But yeah. But and then when they showed the transformation of uh, of Skeletor was pretty cool, or I don't know just whatever was happening with him. But he was Skeletor showed Skeletor it looks just like Skeletor it looked great. Um, but no, I yeah it, it looks really good and I know very little about it. Uh, I didn't I just I didn't know if you I, for some reason I thought you knew more more about it than I did. Um, I do I I know I know Masters of the Universe pretty yeah. recently. I never saw the original show. Okay. Uh, but I did watch the 2002 show when it got revived. Right, right. Okay, and I, forgot about I did read the comic when it came out. Yep. Uh, I tried reading the, uh, and then DC acquired the rights to Masters Universe. I tried to read it, but it was very not, yeah. not my taste. I didn't like it. Uh, confusing because it was like no origin or anything like that. It was just here's the universe, and then it was just like I, oh. I don't know what's going on. Okay. And so, uh. And that's one thing that kind of makes me hesitant because this Kevin Smith show is a sequel to the original 80s cartoon. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's interesting, I guess. I it wonder is. If, I wonder if there's a way to watch the original. Because, <laughs> like, how, how many people, yeah, like, I mean, that you can't just cater to, I don't know, people who are upper 30s and above. Like, I think that's exactly who they're doing it for. I mean, they're doing it for Kevin Smith's just making it for himself then, which is what Kevin Smith does. But it's not dick and fart joke humor, thankfully. But that's good. Uh, it, it looks good. It looks serious. Yeah. I have issues with Netflix and how they're releasing it. How are they releasing it? Ten, ten episode season. Five episode oh. break. First five episodes come out and then God knows like oh. six, a few months later, the next five episodes will come out. That sucks because uh, that's how that's how Just Amazon. Like what? Just like how they did Voltron. Yeah. And that's how uh, Amazon did uh, the tick. And yep. and what happened was, is I watched the first whatever, five episodes uh, and I didn't care for it. But I if they all came out at once, I probably would have watched the whole season. Yeah. But then when the second half came out. I completely had forgotten about it. Yeah, you moved I didn't on. care anymore and I never watched it. I like I'd moved on. Yeah. And like, and so if they do one episode a week, that's fine. I'll keep watching it. Yeah. But like, yeah, when you just do weird batches like that, it's just like, yeah, by the time, ep- yeah. by the time we get to the next half, I, I forgot. Yeah. Five <laughs> episodes come out, uh, comes out yeah. in a few weeks. Yeah. And then the next part comes out when it comes out and it's like, it's not even a- scheduled. Or do you just not know? 
The series set to be released in two parts. The first part is expected to debut July 23rd. That's all it says. Oh, okay. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so who knows? Maybe September, maybe October, maybe November. Who knows? Cast is good. Don't know why uh-huh. Jason Hughes or his daughter is playing a character <laughs> in it, but whatever. Really? Uh, yeah, Jay Muse plays uh, Stinkor, which I think is a joke. But and then he ma- he gave his daughter a role because of course he did. Uh, he does. Oh, it. Kevin Smith's, Smith's career daughter? nowadays is just to increase his daughter's filmography, and it's very annoying. She's really yeah. bad. No, yeah, she's. She's not, not a good actress. Oh, and I'm happy. I'm happy about Diedrich Bader being in it. King Randor, yes. Uh, Mark Hamill's a good Skeletor. I was worried about that. I mean, he's no. playing essentially his Joker voice, but a Skeletor, raspier, no. older. King, King, wait. Well, Diedrich Bader is Trapjaw. Oh, he is Trapjaw. Okay, he's also King Randor. Oh, he is. Okay. Yes. Um, but oh yeah, so many good actors. I mean, Lena Dennis Haysburg. That'll be good. What? Lena Headey as Evil Lynn. That'll be good. Mm, mm-hmm. Uh, she was in 300. She was oh. Honor and Sarah Connor Chronicles. She was she was Cersei in Game of Thrones. She's good mm-hmm. actress. Kevin Mike Richardson as Beast Man. That's a good one. And then Justin Long for some reason. Yep, he's one of uh, he's one of Kevin Smith's regulars now. Yeah, he's been in like Kevin Smith's last ten movies. Uh, oh, good. Orko's in this. I didn't see him in the trailer. I was a little worried. Griffin Newman. by a woman, I believe. Eh, whatever. See. No, it's a man. I don't know who that is though. Griffin. Newman. Oh, he he played the moth uh, in the new in the the tick. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, he uh, he uh, he he's just like a token nerdy guy. Yeah. I mean, uh, he, he's he was Arthur in the tick, so. Uh, Henry Rollins is Triclops. That's pretty funny. Henry Rollins. Who is that? Ah, uh, singer. Okay. He's, he's a band. He's a band guy. Uh, Alicia Silverstone is Queen oh. Marlena, which is pretty something. Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller is Tila, which I would say that's whatever. But Sarah Michelle Geller is actually a very talented voice actress nowadays, so she does a good job. Oh, really? Yeah, she's she's transitioned to voice acting. That's interesting. Yeah, she plays. Uh, she played Daphne. Uh, mm. It's the live action Scooby Doo yeah, and yeah, yeah. the voice of Scooby Doo for quite a long time. Okay, that makes sense. Yes. Uh, Kevin Conroy is Merman, which I don't know what to think about that. So. Oh, weird. <laughs> I, I don't know that I can. I don't know that Batman should be Merman. I don't think Batman should also be live action Batman, but we did get that. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting cast. I hope it's good. The animation looks good. Uh, I'm glad it's not. Because here's the thing. The original Masters of the Universe cartoon is kind of a meme. It's people have taken it as overly gay. It was a very 80s cartoon. Yes. It was, like it's the it quintessential 80s cartoon. Yeah, it was a commercial for toys, just like yeah. Transformers and G.I. Joe. And G.I. Joe, and Joe yeah. Stuff so it was. But yeah, overly gay as people have taken it. And that's what I thought this was going to be. Crude humor, overly gay. So yeah. I was very surprised to see that it's a serious tone, which is good. Yeah. Netflix no, a... also has a CGI He-Man show coming out as well. Oh. That's aimed at young audience, though. What? CGI I've seen the toys. He-Man? They look kind of neat. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I, I mean, that just seems like a weird thing to do CGI with, I guess. I believe it's like cell shaded animation. Okay, I, I can get behind that. Yeah, 
Not unlike uh, some cartoons that have been. Uh, not unlike what the Transformers cartoon is, but I think yeah, 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 yeah. So. I, I think cell shading, I, like cell shading, can feel like a cheap thing to do. It it can feel cheap. It can look ugly. It's got to be done correctly. I mean, I saw. But if it's done trans- well, it looks fine. Yeah, and the War for Cybertron cartoon, for the most part, did look pretty good. And yeah. I didn't notice it was cell shaded until Tom brought it up. Yeah, I, well, and I could tell there was something going on. And then as soon as he said that, yeah, it made sense. Um, yeah. But isn't cell shading mostly used for video games? Depends right? on the game. Well, not mostly, but like I know that it's heavily used. Because like, I think Borderlands is cell shaded. Borderlands is, Ultimate Spider-Man was. It depends on the game. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm, I'm excited about all the things we've talked about today. Um, and I, I still want to go see, um, we don't have to talk about it, but, um, uh, Black Widow, like mostly I just want to go see a movie in the theater, <laughs> but we'll see what happens. Loki has one more episode. Yeah, and the more I hear about it, uh, the more I want to get Disney Plus and watch it. Oh, you got sounds... rid of Disney Plus again? Oh, I haven't had it for a while. I, oh. Yeah, and I keep forgetting I can log in with your credentials, I guess. But, uh, and I, I mean, I'm not going to do that. Don't do that, people. But um, Totally not going to do that. But, uh, yeah, the more I hear about it, like, it just seems like with each episode, it sounds like it's actually good. And like people at work are talking about it, which is weird. Like I'm, I'm, it, I don't know. Like it's weird to me to not be a part of a conversation about the MCU at work. The first three <laughs> episodes were pretty bad in my yeah. opinion. The fourth the first... episode finally explained some shit, which was really good. Okay. Does it start ep- to actually make sense or not make so sense? What? Like does I mean maybe not make sense, but like does it make sense that like the rest of the Avengers aren't arrested or does it make sense like that they have all the infinity stones in a drawer? No, they don't explain that stuff. Okay. Cause that, as soon as I started seeing those memes about the infinity stones being used as paperweights and just like, that's stupid. That's, I'm so pissed <laughs> when they showed that I still am pissed. Yeah. They, there's a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, okay. but the last two episodes have been good. One more episode left. The only thing I look at is, all right, people, you wanted a Loki thing so bad. Here it is. Are you happy that this is what it is? You're not. Maybe because the character can't hold something on his own. Yeah. You know. Interesting. Yeah. It, I don't know. It's The show is frustrating. One more episode, then it's done, and I'm happy with it then. Like, maybe someday. I'm finding myself very much not going back and rewatching any of these Disney Plus Marvel things, though. Yeah, they're not super rewatchable. No, uh, they're absolutely not. And it might just be because they're all super long movies. Yeah. And well, so it's not wanting. And this is coming from someone who's watched The Mandalorian you, probably about a, over say, a dozen you're, times. Yeah, you rewatch stuff all the time. But, like, I can't imagine going back and rewatching WandaVision. Like, that would just oh, be I rough. I think I watched WandaVision twice. Okay, I can't. I don't know that I could do that. That'd be so, like, I'd have and, to start in the middle. Like, I couldn't start at the beginning again. Oh, the beginning's so good, though. <laughs> and then, well, and then Falcon and Winter Soldier, I could probably watch that again. I don't know. I don't think I can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah unfortunately. But what, what else do we have coming out on Disney? After Club? this is What If. What If, yeah. Which, whatever. 
<laughs> Sorry, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. It's not. It's not canon. It's just a goofy thing that's happening. It, it's, it's totally it's, canon. It's, it's the multiverse. Okay, fine. But like, I mean, it's what the what if comics are. It's just like a goofy thing to make more money. Yeah. And then we have uh, Hawkeye. Oh yeah, Hawkeye. And then next year, early next year, I think uh, Miss Marvel, which I, I wish was Miss Marvel might be this list. year though too. It might be. I. I think it's 2021 that's, as well. That's the Next, main one that I'm looking forward to. I'm, I'm looking forward to Hawkeye, but we, we've talked about that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, She-Hulk, I'll be interested with that. Uh, oh, yeah, She-Hulk. I keep forgetting about that. Abomination's coming back in it. But then again, apparently Abomination's Abom- also in Shang-Chi. Yeah, so. I was going to say, he was in the Shang-Chi thing because he's fighting the that one guy yeah. in, like a, in a weird gladiator battle. Yeah. Because that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever um i don't know i don't know what else to, to talk about right now. so i think we can call it a good all right uh as always i guess if you have anything to say to us you can always hit us up on the social medias uh other than that thanks for listening please talk to us we're lonely very very lonely very Bye. good night